Chapter 9 of The Complete Book of Cheese. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Stearns. The Complete Book of Cheese by Robert Carlton Brown. Chapter 9 Au Gratin, Soups, Salads, and Sauces. He who says au gratin says parmesan. Thomas Gray, the English poet, saluted it two centuries ago with Parma, the happy country where huge cheeses grow. On September 4, 1666, Pepys recorded the bearing of his pet parmesan, as well as my wine and some other things, in a pit in Sir W. Batten's garden. And on the selfsame 4th of September, more than a century later, in 1784, Woodford, in his diary of a country parson, wrote, I sent Mr. Custance about three dozen more of apricots, and he sent me back another large piece of fine Parmesan cheese. It was very kind of him. The second most popular cheese for Ogratin is Italian Romano, and, for an entirely different flavor, Swiss Sapsago. The French, who gave us this cookery term, use it in its original meaning for any dish with a browned topping, usually of breadcrumbs, or crumbs and cheese. In America, we think of au gratin as grated cheese only, although, Webster says, with a browned covering often mixed with butter or cheese, as potatoes au gratin. So, let us begin with that. Potatoes au gratin. Two cups diced cooked potatoes, two tablespoons grated onion, half cup grated American cheddar cheese, two tablespoons butter, half cup milk, one egg, salt, pepper, more grated cheese for covering. In a buttered baking dish, put a layer of diced potatoes, sprinkle with onion and bits of butter. Next, scatter on a thin layer of cheese and alternate with potatoes, onions, and butter. Stir milk, egg, salt, and pepper together and pour it on the mixture. Top everything with plenty of grated cheese to make it authentically American or gratin. Bake until firm in moderate oven about half an hour. Eggs au gratin. Make a white sauce, flavored with minced onion, to pour over any desired number of eggs broken into a buttered baking dish. Begin by using half of the sauce and sprinkling on a lot of grated cheese. After the eggs are in, pour on the rest of the sauce, cover it with grated cheese and breadcrumbs, drop in bits of butter, and cook until brown in oven, or about 12 minutes. Tomatoes au gratin. Cover bottom of shallow baking pan with slices of tomato and sprinkle liberally with breadcrumbs and grated cheese. Season with salt, pepper, and dots of butter. Add another layer of tomato slices, season as before, and continue this, alternating with cheese, until pan is full. Add a generous topping of crumbs, cheese, and butter. Bake 50 minutes in moderate oven. Onion soup au gratin. Four or five onions sliced. Four or five tablespoons butter. One quart stock or canned consomme. One quart bouillon made from dissolving four or five cubes. Rounds of toasted French bread. One and a half cups grated Parmesan cheese. Saute onions in butter in a roomy saucepan until light golden and pour the stock over. When heated, put in a larger casserole, add the bouillon, season to taste and heat to boiling point. 
Let simmer fifteen minutes and serve in deep, well-heated soup plates, the bottoms covered with rounds of toasted French bread, which have been heaped with freshly grated parmesan and browned under the boiler. More cheese is served for guests to sprinkle on as desired. At gala parties where wine flows, a couple of glasses of champagne are often added to the bouillon. In the famed onion soup au gratin at Le Hall in Paris, grated gruyere is used in place of parmesan. They are interchangeable in this recipe. American Cheese Soups In this era of fine canned soups, a quick cheese soup is made by heating cream of tomato soup, ready-made, and adding finely grated Swiss or parmesan to taste. French bread, toasted and topped with more cheese and broiled golden, makes the best base to pour this over, as is done with the French onion soup above. The same cheese toasts, are the basis of a simple milk cheese soup with heated milk poured over in a seasoning of salt pepper chopped chives or a dash of nutmeg chicken cheese soup heat together one cup milk one cup water in which two chicken bouillon cubes have been dissolved and one can of condensed cream of chicken soup stir in a quarter cup grated american cheddar cheese and season with salt pepper and plenty of paprika until cheese melts other popular American recipes simply add grated cheese to lima bean or split bean soup, peanut butter soup, or plain cheese soup with rice. Imported French marmites are de rigueur for real onion soup au gratin, and an imported parmesan grinder might be used for freshly ground cheese. In preparing, it is well to remember that they are basically only melted cheese melted from the top down. Cheese salads. When a Frenchman reaches the salad, he is resting and in no hurry. He eats the salad to prepare himself for the cheese. Henri Charpentier, Life à la Henri. Green Cheese Salad Julienne Take endive, watercress, and as many different kinds of crisp lettuce as you can find and mix well with provolone cheese cut in thin julienne strips and marinated three to four hours of French dressing. Crumble over the salad some blue cheese, and toss everything thoroughly with plenty of French dressing. American Cheese Salad Slice a sweet ripe pineapple, thin, and sprinkle with shredded American cheddar. Serve on lettuce dipped in French dressing. Nut and Cheese Salad Mix American cheddar with an equal amount of nut meats and enough mayonnaise to make a paste. Roll these in little balls and serve with fruit salads, dusting lightly with finely grated sapsago. Brie or Camembert Salad Fill ripe pear or peach halves with creamy imported brie or camembert, sprinkle with honey, serve on lettuce drenched with French dressing, and scatter shredded almonds over. Cream cheese will do in a pinch. If the camembert isn't creamy enough, mash it with some sweet cream. 3-in-1 Mold 3 quarters cup cream cheese half cup grated American cheddar cheese half cup Roquefort cheese crumbled 2 tablespoons gelatin, dissolved and stirred into half cup boiling water, juice of 1 lemon, salt, pepper, 2 cups cream, beaten stiff, half cup minced chives. Mash the cheeses together, season gelatin liquid with lemon, salt and pepper, and stir into cheese with the whipped cream. Add chives last, put in ring mold or any mold you fancy. Chill well and slice a table to serve on lettuce with a little mayonnaise or plain. Swiss Cheese Salad 
Dice half pound of cheese into half inch cubes. Slice one onion very thin. Mix well in a soup plate. Dash with German mustard, olive oil, wine vinegar, Worcestershire sauce. Salt lightly and grind in plenty of black pepper. Then stir, preferably with a wooden spoon, so you won't mash the cheese, until every hole is drenched with the dressing. Rosy Swiss Breakfast Cheese Salad Often Emmentaler is cubed in a salad for breakfast, relished especially by males on the morning after. We quote the original recipe brought over by Rosie from the Swiss Tyrol to thrill the writer's and artist's colony of Ridgefield, New Jersey, in her brother Emile's White House Inn. First, Rosie cut a thick slice of prime imported Emmentaler into half-inch cubes. Then she mixed imported French olive oil, German mustard, and Swiss white wine vinegar with salt and freshly ground pepper in a deep soup plate, sprinkled on a few drops of pepper sauce scattered in the chunks of Schweitzer, and stirred the cubes with a light hand, using a wooden fork and spoon to prevent bruising. The salad was ready to eat only when each and every tiny shiny cell of the Swiss from the homeland had been washed, oiled, and polished with a soothing mixture. Drink down the juice, too, when you have finished mine breakfast cheese salad, Rosie advised the customers. It is the best cure in the world for the worst hangover. Gorgonzola and Banana Salad Slice bananas lengthwise, as for a banana split. Sprinkle with lemon juice and spread with creamy gorgonzola. Sluice with French dressing, made with lemon juice in place of vinegar, to help bring out the natural banana flavor of ripe gorgonzola. Cheese and Pea Salad Cube half pound of American cheddar and mix with a can of peas, one cup of diced celery, one cup of mayonnaise, half cup of sour cream, and two tablespoons each of minced pimentos and sweet pickles. Serve in lettuce cups with a sprinkling of parsley and chopped radishes. Apple and Cheese Salad Half cup cream cheese, one cup chopped pecans, salt and pepper, apples, sliced half inch thick, lettuce leaves, creamy salad dressing. Make tiny seasoned cheese balls, center on the apple slices standing on lettuce leaves, and sluice with creamy salad dressing. Roquefort Cheese Salad Dressing No cheese sauce is easier to make than the American favorite of Roquefort cheese mashed with a fork and mixed with French dressing. It is often made in a pint mason jar and kept in the refrigerator to shake up on occasion and toss over lettuce or other salads. Unfortunately, even when the Roquefort is the French import, complete with a pitcher of the sheep in red, and garantie veritable, the dressing is often ruined by bad vinegar and cottonseed oil, of all things. When bottled to sell in stores, all sorts of extraneous spice, oils, and mustard flour are used when nothing more is necessary than the manipulation of a fork, fine olive oil, and good vinegar, white wine, tarragon, or malt. Some ardent amateurs must have their splash of Worcestershire sauce or lemon juice with salt and pepper. This Roquefort dressing is good on all green salads, but on endive is something special. Sauce Mornay Sauce Mornay has been hailed internationally as the greatest culinary achievement in cheese. Nothing is simpler to make. All you do is prepare a white sauce, this French sauce bechamel, and add grated parmesan to your liking stirring it in until melted and the sauce is creamy. This can be snapped up with cayenne or minced parsley, and when used with fish, a little of the cooking broth is added. 
Plain cheese sauce. One part of any grated cheese to four parts of white sauce. This is a mild sauce that is nice with creamed or hard-cooked eggs. When the cheese content is doubled, two parts of cheese to four of white sauce, it is delicious on boiled cauliflower, baked potatoes, macaroni, and crackers soaked in milk. The sauce may be made richer by mixing melted butter with the flour in making the white sauce, or by beating egg yolk in with the cheese. From thin to medium to thick, it serves diverse purposes. Thin, it may be used instead of milk to make tasty milk toast, sometimes spiced with curry. Medium, for baking by pouring over crackers soaked in milk. Thick, serves as a sort of Welsh rabbit when poured generously over bread toasted on one side only with the untoasted side up, to let the sauce sink in. Parsley Cheese Sauce This makes a mild, pleasantly pungent sauce to enliven the cabbage family. Hot cauliflower, broccoli, cabbage, and Brussels sprouts. Croutons help when sprinkled over. Cornucopia of Cheese Recipes Since this is the complete book of cheese, we will fill a bounteous cornucopia here with more or less essential, if not indispensable, recipes and dishes not so easy to classify, or overlooked or crowded out of the main sections devoted to the classic fondues, rabbits, souffles, etc. Stuffed celery, endive, anise, and other suitable stalks. Use any soft cheese you like, or firm cheese softened by pressing through a sieve at room temperature, of course, with any seasoning or relish. Suggestions. Cream cheese and chopped chives, pimentos, olives, or all three with or without a touch of Worcestershire. Cottage cheese and piccalilli or chili sauce. Sharp cheddar mixed with mayonnaise, mustard, cream, minced capers, pickles, or minced ham. Roquefort and other blues are excellent fillings for your favorite vegetable stock or scooped-out dill pickle. This last is especially nice when filled with snappy cheese creamed with sweet butter. All canapé butters are ideally suited to stuffing stocks. Pineapple cheese, especially that part close to the pineapple-flavored rind, is perfect when creamed. A masterpiece in the line of filled stocks. Cut the leafy tops off an entire head of celery, endive, anise, or anything similarly suitable. Wash and separate stocks, but keep them in order to resemble in the head after each is stuffed with a different mixture, using any of the above or a tangy mix of your own concoction. After all stocks are filled, beginning with the baby center ones, Press them together in the form of the original head, tie tight and chill. When ready, slice and roll about eight inch thick and arrange as a salad on a bed of watercress or lettuce, moistened with French dressing. Cold dunking. Besides hot dunking and Swiss fondue, cold dunking may be had by moistening plenty of cream cheese with cream or lemon in a dunking bowl. When the cheese is sufficiently liquefied, it is liberally seasoned with chopped parsley, chives, onions, pimento, and or other relish. Then a couple of tins of anchovies are macerated and stirred in, oil and all. Cheese Charlotte Line a baking dish from bottom to top with decrusted slices of bread dipped in milk. Cream one tablespoon of sweet butter with two eggs and season before stirring in two cups of grated cheese. Bake until golden brown in slow oven. Straws Roll pastry dough thin and cover with grated cheddar Fold and roll at least twice more, sprinkling with cheese each time. Chill dough in the refrigerator and cut into straw-sized strips. 
stiffly salt a beaten egg yolk and glaze with that to give a salty taste. Bake for several minutes until crisp. Supa Setia Note From Cheese Cookery by Helmut Ripperger End note This is a famous cheese soup of the Engadine and little known in this country. One of its seasonings is nutmeg, and until one has used it in cheese dishes, it is hard to describe how perfectly it gives that extra something. The recipe, as given, is for each plate, but there is no reason why the old-fashioned terrine could not be used and the quantities simply increased. Put a slice of stale French bread, toasted or not, into a soup plate and cover it with four tablespoons of grated or shredded Swiss cheese. Place another slice of bread on top of this and pour over it some boiling milk. Cover the plate and let it stand for several minutes. Season with salt, pepper, and nutmeg. Serve topped with browned, hot butter. Use whole nutmeg and grate it freshly. With a cheese shaker on the table. Italians are so dependent on cheese to enrich all their dishes, from soups to spaghetti, and indeed any vegetable, that a shaker of grated parmesan, romano, or reasonable substitute, stands ready at every table, or is served freshly grated on a side dish. Thus any Italian soup might be called a cheese soup, but we know of only one, the great minestrone, in which cheese is listed as an indispensable ingredient, along with the pasta, peas, onion, tomatoes, kidney beans, celery, olive oil, garlic, oregano, potatoes, carrots, and so forth. Likewise, a chunk of melting or toasted cheese is essential in the Frito Misto, the finest mixed grill we know, and it's served up as a separate tidbit with the meats. Italians grate on more cheese for seasoning than any other people, as the French are wont to use more wine in cooking. Pfeffernus and Caraway The gingery little pepper nuts, Pfeffernus, imported from Germany in barrels at Christmas time, make one of the best accompaniments to almost any kind of cheese. For contrast, try a dish of caraway. Diablotins Small rounds of buttered bread or toast heaped with a mound of grated cheese and browned in the oven is a French contribution. Cheese omelets Cheddar omelet Make a plain omelet your own way. When the mixture has just begun to cook, dust over it evenly half cup grated cheddar. A. Use young cheddar if you want a mild, bland omelet. B. Use sharp aged cheddar for a full-flavored one. C. Sprinkle B with Worcestershire sauce to make what might be called a wild omelet. Cook as usual, fold, and serve. Parmesan omelet, mild. Cook as above, but use a quarter cup only of parmesan, grated fine, in place of the half cup cheddar. Parmesan omelet, full-flavored. As above, but use half cup parmesan, finely grated as follows. Sift a quarter cup of the parmesan into your egg mixture at the beginning, and dust on the second quarter cup evenly, just as the omelet begins to set. A meal in one omelet. Fry half dozen bacon slices crisp, and keep hot while frying a cup of diced boiled potatoes in the bacon fat, to equal crispness. Meanwhile, make your omelet mixture of three eggs, beaten, and one and a half tablespoons of shredded emmentaler, or domestic Swiss, with one tablespoon of chopped chives and salt and pepper to taste. Tomato and Make plain omelet, covered with thin rounds of fresh tomato, 
and dust well with any grated cheese you like. Put under broiler until cheese melts to a golden brown. Omelette with cheese sauce. Make a plain French fluffy or puffy omelette, and when finished, cover with a hot, seasoned, reinforced white sauce, in which a quarter pound of shredded cheese has been melted, and mixed well with half cup cooked diced celery and one tablespoon of pimento minced. The French use grated gruyere for this, with all sorts of sauces, such as the Savoyard de Savoy, with potatoes, chevrel, tarragon, and cream. A delicious appearance and added flavor can be had by browning with a salamander. Spanish flan, casillo, for the caramel, half cup sugar, four tablespoons water, for the flan, four eggs, beaten separately, two cups hot milk, half cup sugar, salt. Brown sugar and mix with water to make the caramel. Pour it into a baking mold. Make flan by mixing together all the ingredients. Add to caramel mold and bake in pan of water in moderate oven about three-quarter hour. Italian Frito Misto The distinctive Italian mixed fry, Frito Misto, is made with whatever fish, sweetbreads, brains, kidneys, or tidbits of meat are at hand. Say a half dozen different cubes of meat and giblets, with as many hearts of artichokes, finocchi, tomato, and different vegetables as you can find, but always with a hunk of melting cheese, to fork out in golden threads with each mouthful of the mixture. Polish pierogs, a pocket full of cheese. Make noodle dough with two eggs and two cups of flour, roll out very thin, and cut into two-inch squares. Cream a cupful of cottage cheese with a tablespoon of melted butter. Flavor with cinnamon and toss in a handful of seedless currants. Fill pastry squares with this and pinch edges tight together to make little pockets. Drop into a lot of fast-boiling water, lightly salted, and boil steadily thirty minutes, lowering the heat so the pockets won't burst open. Drain and serve on a piping hot platter with melted butter and a sprinkling of breadcrumbs. This is a cross between ravioli and blintzes. Cheese mashed potatoes. Whip into a steaming hot dish of creamily mashed potatoes some old cheddar with melted butter and a crumbling of crisp cooked bacon. If there's a chafing dish handy, a first-rate nightcap can be made via a sautéed Swiss sandwich. Tuck a slice of Swiss cheese between two pieces of thickly buttered bread. Trim crust, cut sandwich in two, Surround it with one well-beaten egg, slide it into sizzling butter, and fry on both sides. A chef at the New York Athletic Club once improved on this by first sandwiching the Swiss between a slice of ham and a slice of chicken breast, then beating up a brace of eggs with a jigger of heavy sweet cream and soaking his sandwich in this until it sopped up every drop. A final frying in sweet butter made strong men cry for it. End of chapter 9 Recording by Jennifer Stearns, Concord, New Hampshire.